how you doing? This is Severin here with Department 3C Presents a Podcast. And today I have a guest. Well, my first guest, because this is only my second show. I have my buddy here, Steve Gatewood. Steve and I were in the academy together. We went to the same house together, and now we left the house together. Mm-hmm. And we live really close. Our lives are really similar. People used to call us the same person in the academy, which is always crazy to me because I'm like dark and <laughs> you light and we both round. So <laughs> we just, and SNS just kind of goes together, I guess. So Steve, well, introduce well, yourself. Uh, Steve Gatewood. Everybody knows me as Steve. Most people on the department call us by our last names though, right? I'm Gatewood. Yeah. Um, what's up, everybody? How's everybody out there doing in podcast land? Okay, cool. So, tell Steve, tell everything I do with the show, well, at least how it goes now, I do the who, what, where, when, why, how. That's kind of like my basic outline, my basic format, just to get going. So, you told us who you are. Um, what do you do? Uh, well, right now, I just finished a uh, two-week uh, instruction for my promotion. Uh, Chicago firefighter. Now, I'll be a Chicago, I guess, engineer EMT. You still, oh. you still kind of a firefighter. Kind of, sort of. You know, <laughs> they could put me in action and put me on a strike team. I guess now with all this stuff they got going on, but right, yeah, just like you, we've been doing this for ten years now here in the city. Uh, I know you've been doing it for quite a while before that. Me, just ten years. So mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about where where are you where do you live where are you from how'd you get there? Okay, uh, originally from the south side of Chicago, uh, grew up. Uh, 79th and Honorary. Uh, I think I was about fourth grade, moved out to the suburbs, south suburbs, Dalton. Uh, moved back to the city when I took the job in 2009. Mm-hmm. And that's where we reside at, Southside, Chatham. Okay. Um, well, you talked a little bit about when. You said how long we you know we started in 2009. It's 2020 now. Mm-hmm. Um, August, that would give us our, 11. our full 11. And... Let's talk about how. How did you get to? How did you get to the fire department? Um, well, before this, I was a union plumber mm-hmm. and working on the jobs in the trades, uh, making decent money. And my brother, I have an older brother. He's about ten years old, over me. He uh, was a union electrician, mm-hmm. and he was always trying to get into other fields. Of, you know, keep you know, supplement his income, I guess, keep busy. Right. And he was a CHA police officer for a little while, and then he decided to test for the fire department. And he got on, and he was able to still, you know, do his electrician on the side. And he kept telling me about it. And I'm like, dude, you crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to run in no buildings, man. And at the time, I was a, I thought I was an apprentice. I was an apprentice, and I was being trained to run work. And when you run work, you know, you move up, no longer working with the tools. You know, my future was looking bright. And he kept asking me, dude, you got to do this. You know, I'm like, dude, no. So he'd invite me to the firehouse, hang out, and the guys would, you know, like, dude, you could do it. And the test was coming up. You know, here in the city of Chicago, they only test every so often. And it was coming every around. Like 10 plus years. Well, 10 plus years. Hell yeah. Then. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, his wife, his wife, you know, we're real close. And she like, you know, bro, you just got to take the test and leave your options open. Just do it. Take the test for us and see what it does. I'm like, all right, cool. So. Took the test. That test in, uh, what was that, 06? That was 06, yes. Yeah, it was stupid easy, mad easy. (laughs) I'm sorry for you guys in podcast land. If you did not pass the test, 
that's a lie. You passed the test. They just had to fail some people. <laughs> they just picked. Yes. Yeah. Right? Was the test easy or no? I have a story about the test, but All right. yes. <laughs> okay. So uh pass fail test, and I think twenty four thousand people signed up for the test. Thirty. Thirty thousand. Yes. Okay. Well maybe the twenty four thousand was the people who passed it. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right, cool. So after you pass fail, they assigned you a random number. And I think my random number was 142. Oh, okay. And I thought that that was the random number that, you know, they were going to use randomly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my brother called. He's like, so how'd you do? I'm like, it was an easy test. You know, I got my results back. I didn't even call him to tell him I got my results back. Matter of fact, he was waiting and waiting and waiting. And I guess by him being at the firehouse, other people, you know, people they knew were getting their results. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I got the number. I'm 142, you know. He's like, what? You know, he's like, no, nah, you kidding? I'm like, yeah, I'm 142. Well, you know, that, that doesn't mean anything. Cause, right. It's a random. Yeah, that they don't gonna mean nothing. Take this number and put it in the pool and then start drawing, right? He's like, no, nah, that's your number. That's your number. You about to get called. I'm like, dude, all right, whatever. You mm-hmm. know, at the time, making decent money, trying to move up in the field, uh, living in the suburbs. You know, here in the city of Chicago, you have to reside in the city of Chicago. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm not ready for this. Uh, luckily, you get deferments. You can defer it. If they call you to hire you and say, you know what, I'm not ready at this time, and they'll put you on a list, and you got to go down there, fill out the paperwork or whatever. So I did that. I deferred it, and I didn't get a call back. Right. And I was okay with that. You know, my brother's like, yeah, they ain't called you. I'm like, nah. And I'm like, uh, what that mean? He's like, dude, they got a class in there right now. You need to call down there. Something happened or whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. So call them. Yeah. Okay. And he's all ecstatic about it. I'm just chill. Like, okay, I'll call tomorrow. No, no, call down there right now. I'm like, all right, man, cool out. Shit, I'll call. Yeah. So I called and I spoke with Miss Gant. Okay. And I think Jennifer Gant was her name. Mm -hmm. Is it? (laughs) All right. Okay. So she answered the phone and I told her, I'm like, you know, I deferred and I was told that the next class, you know, I get a call back and I didn't. And she was like, well, we we, we mailed you and we didn't get no response from you. And she checked my address. I'm like, yeah, that's my address. I'm like, I never got anything, Ms. Gant. You know, uh, I know I got one more deferment, and I was ready to use it. So she told me, like, uh, she's like, what you doing now? I'm like, nothing. She's like, come down here right now, right now. So I jumped in the car. I went down, and I didn't understand the severity of it at the time. Yeah. And she you left had from me. Dalton to go down Hell there? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Luckily, I was off work. I think it was a weekday. I might have ditched work. I don't know. <laughs> got off early or something. So I went down to the academy and she had me sign some papers and she told me how lucky I was that I called because they were about to toss me out and I wouldn't have been able to do anything. So that was really a second deferment, but it wasn't because she had made it so that they admitted fault to it. Okay. So they called me one more time after that. And this time I deferred, I wasn't ready yet. Uh, Me and my wife now, who was my girlfriend at the time, you know, we just getting our feet wet into the relationship thing had just, you know, about to get a house together and everything so right waiting on that and they called me one more time and i had to take it so okay. i took it i was able to maneuver some things uh stayed away from the family because again you have to reside in the city of chicago and this is right right oh oh eight oh nine that was 08. the market had just 09. went down yeah it's like dude this ain't gonna happen you know we couldn't sell our house weren't ready to do all of that so i moved in with my aunt and my wife and kids stayed at, well, my fiance, my girlfriend and kids yeah. uh, stayed at the house in Dalton. And on the weekends, I'd go there and hide out 
and looked through the cracks of the window, hoping that the internal uh, affairs weren't following me. wasn't driving past, looking at your house. Oh, yeah. It was hectic, but that's yeah. that's how I got here. And I'm, I'm thankful to my sister-in-law. Can I say her name? Absolutely. I ain't going to say her last name, but Carla, mm-hmm. that was dope. What you did, man, changed our lives forever. Okay. Yeah, well, that's an awesome story. I, I didn't even know some of the parts to that story. You didn't? But no, I didn't oh, know. Man. I knew about you living um, with the aunt. I knew about that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know about, and I knew about the deferments. The part I didn't know about is that they were almost were going to throw you out. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about that part. Shout out, Miss Gant. Thank you. Well, that that story is awesome. Would you say your number was one one forty two? I think. Okay. Yeah. My number was two seven one because mm-hmm. I remember that because that's a major freeway number in cleveland I'm like, oh, 271 so and i like you i didn't think anything was gonna happen i'm like yeah. oh this is a random number i don't know what's gonna happen so it was funny i just put that piece of paper on my refrigerator and mm-hmm. it just sat there for three years just mm-hmm. just up there and then my old department it was the lieutenant's test and I, I love my old department. It was a great department. I just knew I didn't want to stay there for forever. Mm-hmm. It, it was, you know, I wanted to go see see and do bigger and better things. Well, not better, but just bigger things because you were. This is a small department at the time. Yeah, this was a small department. Um, we only had two stations, but we were really busy, mm-hmm. and they still are very busy. A lot of fires, a lot of EMS calls. It's the busiest department in the county, probably the state of Ohio um, per capita. But I got that number and like I said, the, it was just sitting on the refrigerator and it was January 10th. It was the day of the lieutenant's exam mm-hmm. for that department. And I had signed up, I was ready to go. And the night before I went out and I got, I was in bad shape. <laughs> Is Savvy drunk? Did you yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got in bad shape. I, Try not to do that anymore, but mm-hmm. we'll tell you all later the, on another episode, probably about that. Oh, those those stories are terrible, but yeah, didn't wake up, got up later in the day, went and met the guys after the test was over, just to kind of hang out with them. You know, when you get up in the morning, go check the mail, get mm-hmm. yourself together. I, in the mailbox, January tenth, I had an interest card from the city of Chicago. Say, are you interested in this job? I said, oh, well, this is surprising. Right on time. Cool, cool. and. I went out with the guys. I just kind of told them in passing, yeah, I got this interest card from Chicago. They said, oh, you gone. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, nah, I didn't. Because I had been testing throughout the country for years. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I had been through the process before and I knew how it went already and I just wasn't expecting anything. Right. And they were like, no, nah, that's a big city. You, you, If they did, went through the trouble to send you that, you, you're good. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, whatever. We'll see what happens. That same year, so from January 10th, 2009 to August 9th, 2009, that's mm-hmm. the day we started. So those eight months took me through, and that's when we got to the academy, and that's when I got to meet you. That started my life here in Chicago as being a firefighter. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. And the other thing I just said is kind of interesting about me and you, how a lot of our stuff parallels. We... We're in the academy together. Didn't have to be. Went to the same house together too, yeah, right? Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about the house. Let's talk about let's talk about where we're from, where we went to. All right. So out of the academy, we both got signed uh, 
to a busy house on the west side of Chicago. Uh, house numbers here in Chicago, the engine, and then the truck. That's how the identification goes. So right. I was on engine 96 on the first shift, and you were assigned to truck 29 on a third shift. Yeah. No Ambo in the house. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Keeps uh, some of the calls down. Uh, Not for us. Great battalion. <laughs> great battalion. Uh, I think, in my opinion, the best battalion on the west side. And saying that makes it the best battalion in the city of Chicago. And uh, I agree with that. Thank you. Thank some you. people, some people will disagree, and they had to give us our, their reasons why. But I think, I think we can. Well, they, trump them. They, they can come bring those arguments here. They know how to reach you now, right? Exactly. Okay. We're right. We have contact information. Exactly. So, of course, uh, in the academy, we had no knowledge. Even though my brother worked for the city already, he's a firefighter uh, on the west side in the same battalion. Right. Right. Uh, he didn't share with me any of the uh, nuances about some of the houses, you know. We both didn't have any ideas to, yeah. if we did have a pick, like some of the other classes, which house do you want to go to? Right. You know, we we wouldn't know. You know, we didn't know anything. And we got our assignments, and we were just happy to have an assignment, you know. And guys coming up to you like, where you going? Where you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Engine 96. Like, what? You know, man, you you, you hit, who you know? Who How you know? You do, right. How you do that? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know nobody. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you get the stories from the older guys. Uh, of course, in our circle, you know, we live on the south side, and the majority of the guys that I knew who were firemen were brothers, and the brothers just had horror stories about the house uh, because of the time. And I don't even know if it was the time that they came up, but the guys that they came under had horrible experience at the house. The house of hate. You're yeah, going, the, house of, the house of hate, right? Yeah. Yep. Man, they still got that dog? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't I ain't been even there. been there. Yeah. yeah. And you'd hear the stories about it, but you know how we are. We roll. We listen to it and, okay, and see for ourselves. And we went there and it was nothing like that. Yeah, it was it was great. And then I remember I remember when I was talking to you and you got the assignment and said, yeah, I called him up and dude told me to come through for dinner. Yeah. And yeah, and, he, and you went through for dinner and on your first visit and everything and oh, dude. it was all good. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, uh, Joe. You all know him as Dash. Uh this dude tried to get me to go into a fire on the day I was visiting with just a coat on. That's <laughs> how he's like, come on, let's go in there, baby cakes. I'm like, nah, man. But yeah. real cool. Totally different experience than what others had tried to explain it to me as it was going to be and it wasn't. Now, you guys were the love shift, though. Oh, yeah. First yeah. shift was a shift of love. Yeah, y'all came in and gave each other hugs and gave me hugs and... It was it was it was nice. It was Shift of love. That's when the editor, our producer, is gonna drop in some kind of love music. <laughs> yeah. So that's and I went to the truck like you said. A few years busiest truck in the city. Not, be, not because of all fires. I don't mm-hmm. want to make it seem mm-hmm. like it was Fire City, even though we were going through a lot of fires. But we had a lot of medical runs to go along with that. So mm-hmm. we kind of go back and forth with a few other trucks in the city, but. Great house overall. Old house used to be Austin Township. Yeah. And Chicago had it. I have a few pictures of it in my book. Um, a picture of the truck when it used to be a teller. Mm-hmm. A few pictures of the engine. Just the, the horses out in the front. Yeah. 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 For the people that don't know out there in podcast land, uh, the city of Chicago basically annexed this land from, I guess it was the village of austin i don't know at the time yeah I don't. but know. it was austin's town hall i don't know if it was a community if, if they were part of cicero but these are immediate suburbs outside of chicago on the west side 
And this house is a hundred and something years old. And yeah, I think it's the third oldest house in the city. Oldest firehouse. Yes. And when you go inside, if nobody showed you pictures of what it was before, you had no idea that it wasn't a firehouse at first. Yeah. So on Lake and Lake and Waller. Lake and Waller. Yeah. And being from Ohio, I had no idea the West Side, other than songs, other than rap songs, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the West Side was. Oh yeah. And when I got there, it was just like where I came from. Though. Yeah. It was like it was like the same exact show, the same people, the same everything. It was it was it was fun. So really like the West Side. Like I said, we got a lot of experience. We got really really fortunate to go there, especially Definitely. go there together because we you know knew each other from the academy and everything. So it was. It was a great experience to go somewhere together oh, with yeah. somebody that you could see and know. Even though we weren't on the same shift, we could at least compare stories. Like, hey, what y'all do? What y'all what do? You yeah, do? How's this going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we were fortunate enough to work together a few times. Yes. Uh, being on the engine, I think, I don't know why it works that way. Seems like at our house and most of the houses in the battalion, engine guys get to cross the floor more than the truck guys. That Yeah, that does seem like the case. Yeah, so yeah. I was able to cross the truck. To the, to the truck and also off shift. A lot of times I worked off shift on the truck. So right. we got great experiences being in a busy uh, neighborhood and a busy battalion and with great firemen. All the names that we could name are like legendary. And we were able to work with these guys and pick up a lot of knowledge. And learn. Yeah, they taught us so much stuff. Not even like on purpose. Oh, Not no. even like, hey, here, kid, do this. Just watching them. Just, and that's it. A lot of companies uh, drill and train and, and you know, I like to drill and train, but sometimes you go to places like this is not cool at all. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and luckily, we were able to pick up that knowledge actually in the field just by watching these guys. And man, that's, that's the best. Hands on is the best. Right. Hands on. Hands on is where it's at. So yeah, we got to. I remember make a window a door. I had oh, yeah. ne- I had never heard that like, before. What's the dude talking about? Yeah. Not, not even in the academy, I didn't hear make a window a door. Yeah. But I went out to the field. You got to make that window a door, kid. Yeah. Okay. Do I put a handle on it? <laughs> exactly. So like those kind of those kind of incidents helped a whole lot. So oh, yeah. we had a we had a whole lot of fun there. The the other thing, like I said, we both got there at the same time. We were in the academy at the same time mm-hmm. and now we left. Both leaving. At yeah. the same at the exact same time. Yeah. So and then we live in the same neighborhood. Same neighborhood. Right bro. around the corner from each other. Yep. So we have a lot of a lot of parallels. But Enough about us and fire stuff. Mm-hmm. We 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 have way more episodes to go to keep talking about all of that fun stuff. Yeah, we could do this all day. What I want to do now at this time is I have some decks. I won't name them yet mm-hmm. unless I can get like a sponsorship from the people. You gotta have some. But, yeah, they got to pay you, man. But I have these decks, and oh. they it's 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 a icebreaker. So. I just, what I want to do with guests is have them pull out a card, any card, and then we're going to talk about that. And then I have another deck that I want to go over, talk about the bad part of yourself. And we're just going to go over and have a little conversation about that. Cool. So again, for all the people out in podcast land, I'm pulling a random card from a deck. Looks like it's about maybe a hundred and something cards here. And can't say who the company is because again, they're going to pay Sev one day handsomely to be featured on his show. One day. And here we go, random. Okay. If you have to relive the same day for the rest of your life, what day would you choose? Damn. That's deep. The same day for the rest of my life. Same day. Like Groundhog Day. Dude, it's so But many. you get to pick it. I know. And that's crazy because it has to be that day. You can't take moments from one day and put it with another day. Yep. 
the same day. Dude, so many things go through your mind. You know, you, of course, the ladies probably want to, oh, my wedding day. Yeah. Oh, the birth of my child. Oh, Ooh, no, I don't, I, I don't think any lady would say the birth of her child. I Maybe mean, a man would say that. That's what I'm saying. They might think that we would okay. say, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure, maybe a thousand percent certain without thinking too much into it, it it would probably have taken place on one of the vacations that we were on. Okay. Together yeah. as a family. Yeah. My family, your family, out somewhere doing something cool, not worried about anything, not at work. That that probably be something I can do over and over and over again without thinking too much into it. Okay. Well that I like that. That's a that's a great answer. I um we we like you said we do we go on vacation together a lot we have family in other lands and we like to hang out with them and we we are part of the land at this point so that was that was from the life section I'm gonna pick one more for you cool actually I think I'm gonna pick three no I'm gonna pick two from this one two from the other one that'll be that'll be good is that our time right there. Oh, man, this is going great. Yeah, yeah, this is going good. All right, I'm picking a random one. Oh, I'm going to answer this one, but here. You want me to read it to you? you? Sure, let's do that. Let's okay. do that. This is from the if you could section. If you could pick up a skill instantly, what would it be? If I could pick up a skill, a skill that already exists mm-hmm. instantly. That you don't have right now. That Oh, no, it's something that I have. I just want to make it better. Okay. Um. Reading, learning. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I could just pick anything, I would just want to, like, plug in, like, Neo in the Matrix and mm-hmm. just know anything instantly. Mm-hmm. So, since that's not a skill that exists yet, my my skill would be just to read and learn, like, faster and better and be able to get everything. Because, for me, I want to know everything. Yeah, that was dope, the Matrix. I know Kung Fu. Right. Show me. Show me. <laughs> and then they start going at it. Oh, what, yeah. What about you? Can you think me? of anything? I've always wanted to play an instrument and not just play it. I want to play it really well. Uh, growing up, elementary school, I started out with the clarinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, only reason because everybody wanted to play the drums. Okay. You know, if you play the drums, all you had to do was go get some sticks and they had a drum set. I uh, wanted to play saxophone. That was the second most popular instrument. So yeah. it's like. You know, seven, eight people playing a sax. It's like nobody's on a clarinet. Steve here, you playing the clarinet. And didn't have too much interest in it. Picked up on it, you know. But nah, I would love to be able to play the saxophone or bass guitar like nobody's business. Bro. Oh, yeah. Those... That's something you could do. That's actually that's a that's a mm-hmm. that's a great skill. Okay, so those are little icebreakers. We did two and two. Now we're gonna pick from our you the worst. The deck. worst self. Okay. Yeah, you the worst. I'm deck. picking it. Yep, you picking the um you pick the first one, and I'll read it to you. And then you read one to me, and then we'll go from there. Or it says you borrow your coworker's pen and chew on the end, mm. then give it back. <laughs> is that is that you? Is that something you would do? No, not no pen. I might borrow some and not return it. Okay, I admit that I probably got some of your shit and you ain't getting it back. Yeah, you know? okay. I, I've chalked it up. That's it. That's, you know where it's at. That's that right. That's like the money thing. If, cool. if I ever owe you money, so I should have read how to do this first. But this is when you pick the card and mm-hmm. then everybody in the group discusses. Who in the group would do oh, that? Oh, would do that. Okay. And then whoever collects the most cards at the end of the day, that's who okay. wins or loses the game. 
Yeah. But we still gonna use it. We gonna roll with it. So you pick that one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick this one. And here you you read it to me. Okay. Is this you or not? You often start a discussion unprompted about your diet or exercise routine. <laughs> that sounds like a conversation we had before it started, like with CrossFit people. Oh yeah, because they started, yeah they just throw it on you no matter what or or paleo or vegetarian. They mm-hmm. just. Whatever I'm doing, you gonna know about it. Yeah, and that uh, that's kind of me. But I don't see that as a bad thing. I see it as like at the end of the day, all you got to do is not listen if you don't want to hear it. For some people, it's hard. You know me. I'm a you well trying not to be a master debater. <laughs> you know, and gotcha. not get easily baited or engaged into some nonsense, and be able to just you know accept you know other people's stupidity. Exactly. You know my thing. What I say? Mm-hmm. You right. Okay. You right. Yep. Okay. You right. Just whatever, whatever they have to say. Just let it, let it, let it go. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you can't educate everybody on everything. Nah, man. You can try. I don't even. I, I'm trying not to try. I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay. So we went through our little outline. Who, what, where, when, why, how. Mm-hmm. I'ma talked about you. Talked about me a little bit, just to give the listeners a little more context and clarity. We're going to do this again since we, like I said, we're so close. We stay in the same spot. We're going to do this regularly. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk. We're going to have different issues, different forms of stuff we want to connect and talk about. More fire department stuff, more stories, more just life in general. Life. That's what the show is about. So we, we have other issues that we like to bring and See if we can get some answers, get some clarity, some other viewpoints. But for now, that's how we're going to leave this episode. Steve, besides just this show, and I'm sure we'll have people that want to know, is there any way that you want people to get in contact with you or follow you or talk to you or anything? Nah. Okay. With that. I mean, you know, we, again, uh, I, I, my social media is probably pretty dry. You don't you don't have to have one. This oh, is just yeah. it's just just an option for oh, you. Oh no, they can always comment. You know, you'll let me know when somebody's like, dude, that dude's an asshole. <laughs> you'll tell me or like, man, that dude is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. They'll see me. No, it's, no, it's no problem at all. Like it's, it's, everybody don't want to put themselves out there for everybody. So Mm-mm. it's that's perfectly okay. That's why that's why I got you on here. Man, I'm just glad to be here, man. Thanks. Thanks for Dude, I sound like a celebrity. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you because, like I said, you're my first real live interview. And that's just a, another one of our parallels that we can say we did together. Definitely. Dope. Appreciate it. Oh, you know what? Now I got to put up that picture they make fun of us. Oh, for. should we tell them about those? Th- Which one? It's a couple of them. T- well, tell them about the one. And now we playing to it. The too. one into so, the pool? Yeah, the one in the pool. Oh, yeah. So, again, we go on vacations together and... You know, of course, we always seem to vacate somewhere where it's warm at, tropical climate, sun's out in the pool or whatever. And we always pose for a picture. And, you know, we we comfortable with ourselves. You know, our wife's, I think, took all of these pictures. Yeah. And I think you posted it. And before we got back to the firehouse, the guys had already saw it. Yeah. And they were like, you know, yeah, so you and your boyfriend went out of town, huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? 
And, you know, we comfortable in ourselves, nothing against any person or in the LGBTQ community, right. but they like, yeah, so y'all gay now, huh? <laughs> and so we took it and ran with it. And every time we go somewhere, if we out, we always take some kind of suggestion of photo. Yeah. They say, what, what are y'all hands doing in that water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say, Don't you worry about it. That's, that's our business. Don't but, be jelly. Right. That's, that's, that's the security and real, real men. Yep. Okay. Did they know we were sharing the same microphone face to face also? We well, cool with that. It's I okay. Can't lie about that because I'm gonna put the video up as <laughs> well. So that's that's not the case. But right. I appreciate you being on for my first show. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for the beer, player. All right. Department Three C presents a podcast is a Fire and Iron Media production. You've got something to say, and people want to listen.